Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. 80% of Canadians say they've witnessed some kind of a road rage incident within the past year. 80% have witnessed road rage within the past year. Only half of Canadians will admit to getting involved in road rage in the last year, but still half, right? Half of Canadian drivers say they've experienced road rage personally, not only seen it, but been involved in it when they're out driving. That's, that's not good. Um, and it seems to be going up, but it maybe just speaks to the whole makeup of society. We're mad. We're angry with each other, right? Maybe is it that simple? I don't know. Let's find out. We're going to have a chat with Julie Christensen, a registered psychotherapist in St. Catharines, Ontario, and the author of the rise of rage. Julie, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. You know, when we talk about rage, and I'm kind of fascinated by it because it seems like it's it's sort of almost a, a default position for so many people in society these days. Um, is there a checklist we can look at as to say, okay, this is the kind of thing that sends people off into a fit of rage? And, you know, not necessarily... Um, bad drivers, but certain things that happen and make us feel a certain way that some people default to rage. Absolutely. There are four that I can identify immediately. Number one is that your boundaries are violated. Number two, that your rules have been broken. Number three, that your goal attainment has been thwarted. And number four, that your needs or your expectations are not being met. And so when any of those things happen, and mind you, all of those things happen when we're on the road, <laughs> whenever that yeah. happens, we're going to feel some kind of way about it. Okay. Now, fair enough. And, and those things, like you say, every time we're driving, I mean, I mean, it happens to all of us quite a bit, but not all of us default to flying off the handle and going crazy and getting That's involved correct. in a road rage. What's, what, what, what's that about? Some people fly off in fits of rage. Others stay pretty calm, cool, and collected. What it comes down to, Rob, is emotional regulation. Okay. Some people have high emotional intelligence. And they're mindful of what they're doing. They're mindful of their surroundings. They're also mindful of the, the possible consequences of their actions. Other people are more concerned about their own needs, and they're not concerned about everybody else's. And they're only concerned about how they can feel emotionally satisfied in the moment. They're not thinking about, the, again, the possible consequences. That story you were telling about the guy with the trailer yeah. is not thinking, I would like to get my kids to the campsite safely. He's not thinking, I don't want to cause a pileup on, on Highway 1. He's not thinking, what will happen to my insurance if I get in an accident? All he cares about is making good time. <laughs> You're right. right. I mean, that clearly blinded by everything else. Consequences, like, like you name it, those things seem to have all flown out the window, which I think, I mean, dare I say that's narcissistic? I mean, with entitlement? I'm what's most important on the highway here? It is certainly a sense of entitlement. I won't go so far as to say it's narcissistic behavior because okay. even the best of us every once in a while, and I mean, I've done it. I've yelled at the slow driver and said, get off oh, my yeah. road. I mean, <laughs> I don't own the road, but right now I just want you to get out of my way, right? So we've all been there. But certainly there is that sense of entitlement that I should be able to get to where I want to go in the time that I would like to get there. And you people are slowing me down. Therefore, I 
am entitled. I have the right to push you around so that I can get my needs met. It fits with a lot of other things, right? We're focusing on road rage. We're talking about road rage, but you you wrote the book, The Rise of Rage, and I think a lot yeah. of those things you're talking about, the the entitlement, the fact that we're, we're more willing now to engage in, uh, you know, uh, these kinds of altercations, common decency, all these sorts of things. Yeah. Um, what's going on? Why, why has this become sort of okay, I guess, for lack of a better word? Well, I think you've actually already answered the question is that our culture has made it so that it's allowed, you know, with, with, um, the political climate. If we just look at that, you know, it, politics has always been kind of a nasty business, but the, the, the level to which politics has sunk in terms of calling people out, public shaming, making false accusations and really sort of outrageous claims makes it okay now for people to say, well, hey, if the, if POTUS can do it, if our Canadian politicians can do it, then it's okay for me to go. And also the other, the other side of it, sorry, I just interrupted myself. <laughs> the, the, on the other side of it is that with, with the rise of internet communication, social media, now we can say all sorts of things and hide behind the veil of anonymity. And so we feel more emboldened, we feel more empowered to to let go of civility in favor of just letting it all hang out yeah. there and telling our truth. Who cares who it hurts? I'm speaking my truth, and that's all that matters. It's a very self-centered, uh, egotistical, and yes, narcissistic way of approaching the world. Yeah, you're right. And, and and it seems to spill over into so many different areas. Okay, so if you're in this position, and it can be scary. It can be scary. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, you encounter one of these people who's in a rage, like straight up in a rage. What do you do? Uh, what's your best course of action to try and defuse that situation? Don't try to defuse that situation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Drive away, right? Just, just. Do not engage. And I think one of, one of the challenges that a lot of people have is that when they, when they are targeted by someone who's being aggressive, they want to defend themselves, yeah. right? There's something in our nature that says, you, you need to stand up for yourself. You can't allow this to happen. I see this injustice happening and I need to stop it. No, you don't. You don't have to engage. You can go, you can go elsewhere. You can get off that stretch of road. You can, you can drive so slowly that it will annoy them to no end, and because they want to get to their destination, they'll just keep going. They'll harass somebody else. What you about... Can, you can drive to a police station, Yeah, <laughs> right? And and then they're not going to stick around at the police station, and if they do, you've got some form of protection. What about the other side? Like, if you're somebody out there who you recognize that you fly off the handle behind the wheel, and, you know, you're, you're risking your, your life, your family's life, you're risking your license, yeah. you're risking your insurance costs, all these sorts of things. Is there some way you can start to... to uh, make yourself a better person, if we want to put well, it that way? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's more than I can tell you in a couple of minutes, but here's what <laughs> I'll say. Um, I think that every driver has a responsibility to be mindful and be aware of what. why are you driving. You're driving because you need to get from one destination to another, and you want to do that safely. You don't want to be responsible for someone dying on the road today. Yeah. Right. Nor do you want to be responsible for one of your children being severely injured. You don't want anybody to get a brain injury. You don't want anybody to be permanently paralyzed. And I know it's kind of a morbid way to look at things, but if you get behind the wheel of your vehicle and you drive aggressively, your car is no longer a vehicle to get you. It's not transportation. It's a weapon. Yeah. 
And so if you're going to mindfully wield your vehicle as a weapon, you probably shouldn't drive. I got a great text here, Julian. I wonder if this fits into it. And I think, you know, we the, the way that we handle ourselves in terms of interpersonal reactions right now is based so much on um, the internet and social media. And a lot of it is anonymous. So people feel licensed to act like total fools, like they wouldn't do it face to face. And Bob says, you know, if you're in a car, that tends to make people feel more anonymous too. Is, is there some truth that like, I don't know this person, they don't know me. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can honk your horn and you can yell and you can swear and you can do all the things, but your windows are up and, you know, like yeah. you're, you're feeling very safe and protected again, because your car is now a weapon. It's not transportation. But the moment someone walks up to your window yeah. with a baseball bat, your car is not so much protection anymore. And yep. you never know what the other person is capable of doing. Which is why I say it's better just to not engage. This is one fight you don't have to engage in. Yeah, I think you're so right. It's tough to do sometimes, though, Julie. You know that. It is. It is. (laughs) Sometimes when when our tempers get the better of us, and this is why I I advise drivers to always begin with the end in mind. Every time I get in my car, I think I want to get to my destination safely. That is my end goal. And so if I see someone jaywalking and they're weaving in and out of traffic on their feet or someone's driving erratically or whatever, I'm like, you know, be at peace, go with God, have a wonderful day. Yeah. And I just hang back until they're out of my space because I don't want to be the reason that somebody dies today. It's You're absolutely right. It, it's tough to remember that son, uh, that sometimes, but uh, if we all have that approach, we'll be so much better off. Julie, thank you so much for your time.